another episode of My Name is Menagerie or Cast. Does Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And I believe when we last left off, there was some interesting murder that had occurred. Um, <laughs> Helena, would you care to enlighten us on what happened I mean, last time? Murder? What a strong word. <laughs> <sighs> well, we were falling because we had just won by curing Hugo of his sinister passenger, but then immediately uh, started falling into the ground. Um, slid down this nice, slick ice tunnel, and boom, we're in some sort of structure. But everything looks upside down. Even the flame, magic flame, burning upside down. I really would love, is there a picture of that? Because I would love to look at that. You know, there isn't, but I will find you. Okay, one, one day, <laughs> we'll figure that out. Uh, okay, so we fell into this place and we're like, well, I guess we should check this little structure out. Who knows? Um, we look through a couple of rooms. There's books, there's uh, like experiments kind of stuff maybe, um, but everything's trash because everything's upside down <laughs> so we're moving through and molly's like you know what i think this is like a wizard's tower which everyone was like yes i know exactly what that means is it related to the netherese who are trying to find maybe uh anyway so we're exploring and then some voices we hear and a man in red robes comes along and he's very familiar because we saw his ass burn at the stake back in East Haven when East Haven existed. So <laughs> we're like, hey, we know you. And he's like, yeah, I'm a Simulcrum. But he was very friendly. He didn't say it like that. He was like, yeah, I'm a Simulcrum. <laughs> and hey, I really want to like get better and like learn things. So like, will you guys help me go further into this tower? We're just, I mean, there's a basilisk maybe, but we'll, we'll try to avoid that. We'll go further into the tower. There's a chamber. That turn. I'm sorry, I'm yelling. <laughs> There's a chamber that. Hey, the fans pay for that action. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard for me to know how loud I'm being. Like, um, you haven't hit the red, so. Oh, good. Thank you for watching that. Uh, so there's a chamber that makes illusory stuff real. So we're like, let. He wants to go find them. He's also got like a, a bodyguard, white, named Crentis. And we're like, mm, Altus is like, I don't trust this guy, his stupid red robes. And, and Z's like, I also don't trust this guy. So Tempest is like, well, I'm gonna go chat with Lynn. Maybe she knows. <laughs> so I boop, boop, boop up to the surface. Lynn's like, no, that guy sucks. Anything that's like him whatsoever needs to be wiped from the surface of this tundra. And Which is Tempest funny. is like, yes. Which is funny because that's basically what she said. <laughs> I love that. Exactly. <laughs> I think her exact words were kill it with fire. <laughs> so Tempest is like on it, goes back down, immediately attacks. Everybody catches on to what she's trying to do. They attack too. We kill them. Recapitated. <laughs> and I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, please. I think at this point. We just kill whatever Tempest is trying to kill. <laughs> like, we just know Tempest isn't going to stop killing it. So we might as well get on board. <laughs> and uh, with that, we find all of you standing over piles of snow, ash, and shadow on the third level of this inverted tower, knowing what you know about what is above and what is below. What are you planning to do? 
Coulter, I just noticed this. I didn't see it last week, but is this like a passage beyond here or is that? Yes. Yeah, there was a description in the uh, earlier section of that room that you walk into. That part of that wall is broken down. Um, there is a room on the other side of that circle that goes down into the ground. Okay. Um, Do we want to explore that? Or? Did they drop anything first off? <laughs> um, did, so, do you want to search the bodies? Yes. Is that what you're asking? Uh, are there bodies to search? Yeah. Yeah. So there are not bodies to search. Um, but you do find uh, weapons on Krintos's body as far as what he was carrying. Uh, Zons appears to not have anything that was his own. Um, anything special about the weapons? Um, no, they're just uh, they're standard. I mean. Krintos was there from what you heard between the two of them just to keep the simulacrum safe. Um, so you have the sword that he was carrying um, and his pack, but beyond mundane items, there's not much in it. With two illusory creatures, they didn't have a lot of need for... Cool. Oh, Krintos was also illusory? Sorry, an illusory creature and a necromatic creature. Oh, okay. <laughs> not a lot of need for uh, I didn't mean, I didn't cool. mean to call you out. No, no, like, no, he was good. also illusory? As soon as I said it, I was like, he was not. <laughs> <laughs> they did say neither of them were living. And that, yes. that works because one's undead. So, yes. mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you already checked the room that they were in, correct? Yes, uh, there was just a uh, amulet of a shield guardian. Okay. That was the only. Oh no, he gave me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you also had some books in there, I believe. Right. Yeah, but I grabbed those. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to look into those at some point, but now doesn't seem the time. Maybe we should check. Sorry. I just also know about these potions I found. Yeah, we know what those potions are. Do you want to continue checking the rest of this place? Yeah, let's keep poking around. I mean, do you guys want to explore a bit while I attempt to identify those potions for a bit? It would take me, there's four of them, correct? Yes. It would take me 40 minutes in total, but... I'll stay with you. Well, wouldn't it be more useful for you to go and explore with the others in case there's danger? Okay. Mm. No offense to our companions, but me and you are the most sturdy when it comes to being stabbed over and over again. We'll have to test that one day. Sir Aldous, <laughs> if you would like to stay with me, that way I have company and... Sure. <laughs> I can help okay. in some way, maybe. All right, so who is going where? I'm going to explore. Okay. Are you going... Uh, where are you going? <laughs> um, stay on this level, okay. so going through that rocky area. Okay, go ahead and give me um, an acrobatics check. Ooh! Uh, nine. Um, as you attempt to slide around, the surface of the floor is just slippery enough where this has been drilled through and you fall below. Go ahead and roll a d6 for me. Fantastic. Oh, man, gotcha. <laughs> Two. All right, so you take two fall damage as you hit the floor below you. How many t- t- six did you roll? Fantastic. Oh, that didn't oh, sound okay. good. Are you okay? All right. Oh, I try to get down there I'm, too. I'm okay. As you uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if we're going there, you're gonna get like three more d six. <laughs> oh uh, as you no, hit, I was saying okay, like I don't know what's going there. on here. <laughs> as you hit the floor. In the room below, you see rusty tableware, shattered plates, and broken chairs lying scattered on the floor amid two tables, one overturned and one on its side. Crawling out from behind the tipped-over table is a hulk. Le- hulk, hulk, hulk is a hulking eight-legged 
reptile with glowing eyes. Roll for initiative. It's the thing! <laughs> Here you go, bitches. And, uh... <coughs> I guess... Weird guys. I guess I started the identify. Z? So I don't know if I'm allowed. I, with that, I'm going to need you to make a con save. Shit. Con's good for you, though, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on. Because sorcerer's con. Sorcerer's con. Or is it strength for sorcerers? Con. It's con. Okay, I'm using Tides of Chaos to gain advantage. We're not identifying the potions right now. Okay, that's a 22. (laughs) If it's a save, it's 22. 22? All right, you make the save. Okay. You can feel this strange stiffening sensation throughout your body, but you manage to shake it off as you look away from the eyes of this creature. Um, um, I think that whatever that thing gets down here, um, don't look at it, maybe? I'm diving head first. <laughs> okay, excellent. I'm jumping right out. <laughs> 15. 15. Initiative? 17. All right. And 18 minus one for the first time on my life. Oh, no. Which sucks, because I have charm monster. <laughs> God damn it, Mark. Uh, 10. 12. 12, okay. And with that, I am taking a moment to remember people's names. Google. Thank you. I got everybody else. Altus, Tempest, Z. Whose full name I can never pronounce. I didn't even remember Z had a full name. I'm so sorry. Nishazi. All right. Mala, you are first. What? Uh... Aren't so I need a clarification from you. Did I start my ritual? Yes. So does that mean, can I stop that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll stop my ritual and run over there. Um, I don't have any spider climbs left, I don't think. Yeah, I'll just I'll just take it. I'll just jump down the hole. Okay. Excellent. <clears throat> Do I take damage? He fell. So go ahead and just make an acrobatics check to make sure how you land, and we'll continue from there. Because you guys are being careful up to this point. 19 plus something. I don't remember. Is that enough even without the modifier? Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, Once I'm down there, I will... I don't know. I I thought for sure I was going to be stuck in my ritual. Uh, I'll just punch it. How was that? I'll just punch it. Okay. How are you punching it? Uh, I'm attempting not to make eye contact with it, so I understand that that might come with disadvantage. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll with disadvantage. You know what? Mm -hmm. Knowing that we're not going to be able to look at it, I am instead going to cast Fairy Fire. Okay. Uh, I believe it gets a dex save. Now, with Fairy Fire, can somebody clarify for me, is that a creature you can see? I will risk looking at it for it. Go ahead and cast Fairy Fire and then give me that con save. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a dexterity saving throw from it. Okay, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's just it's a, each yeah, object in a twenty foot cube with an. Oh no, so you're good. That was my mistake. Okay, so I don't okay. need the con save then. No. Yeah, just let me know where you're centering it. Uh, I'm I'm pushing it this way because it's not a, a continuous cube from your body out. Yeah. Cool. Because it's not a continuous effect, so it just affects things in that cube. His so. save is a six. Okay, so he is now uh, wrapped in light. Any creature attacking him has advantage on their attacks. Excellent. It moves with the creature. No, no, like the creature itself is enchanted, but like the cube right. doesn't move. Right, okay, but since it started there, it's still effective if it moves. 
Yeah. If the affected creature, like, it's just glowing. Right. I like to think of it as, like, uh, and to give, I like to think of it as, like, ink that gets splurted out, mm. and then it covers them and then starts glowing. So that, that way, when they walk around, it's still... Yeah, still on them. All right, so, con save. Well, you said I didn't have to look. Oh, no! I am a mess. Okay, no, you're good. Because <laughs> uh, we learned it was an AoE and not... not a yeah, I literally just have to go like this. Excellent. So, <laughs> from Mala, anything else on your turn? We are going down to it. And oh. it is going to wheel on the creature that just cast magic on it. That makes sense. The first attack is going to be a 12 to hit, and the second is going to be a 16 as it rears up on two of its legs and swipes at you. Excellent. Yeah, the, the teeth clang off of your armor without an effect, and it is going to... The second half, the second one, I punch it in the jaw. It is going to <laughs> back away from you hissing. It's kind of too bad, and I, I don't mean to derail, but like in 3.5 edition with flat-footed and stuff, you'd think not being able to look at it would affect our ACs. Yeah, yeah. 5.5, we'll see. Yeah. Um, from that, then we are on to Altus. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run to the hole and try to slide and slide down into it. Give me an acrobatics check, yeah. I enjoy the flavor. Acrobatics, seven. Okay, give me a d6. Four. All right, four fall damage as you also land on your butt. <laughs> okay. It's going to be half movement to get up from where you are. Okay, so I'm going to stand up and use half my movement doing it. It's in the corner. Uh, yes, it's where the token is that you can you should be able to see that, right? Okay, so I'm perfect out of movement range for melee. So what I'm going to do is, yeah, it's going to be Guiding Bolt. Does the advantage from Fairy Fire negate that? Yeah, that'll stay. But is it disadvantage because he's not looking? So I'm going to try to not. So disadvantage from not looking at advantage from Fairy Fire. So they cancel. cancel. Cool. That's what I was wondering. Uh, In that case, I'm going to hit a Guiding Bolt. I'm not going to hit a guiding bolt. I'm going to attempt to hit a guiding bolt. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Give me that roll. <laughs> That's a dirty 20. That'll hit. And then 4d6. Thank you, Rio, for letting me use some anyways. I'll use the obnoxious one. Let me see if I have any D6s in my endless adventure Co. <laughs> chain mail dice bag. Uh, I'll just, as you're rolling that, let us know what your guiding bolt looks like. Uh, well, it's not as graceful as last game when I got the huge one off on the uh, Simulcrum, but it's kind of a... And the bolt kind of shoots wide, and then I guide it down. And so we have kind of a, just a light, like a laser that starts and finds its target. Is that what you're? Oh, okay, I like it. Awesome. And also, is it simulacrum or simulacrum? I say simulacrum. I think it's simulacrum. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't gonna correct anybody. I was like, that's the well, I, I wasn't trying to correct anyone. I was just literally, am I crazy? <laughs> I've always said simulacrum. 
Last week was the first week I ever heard the word. So. It, is, it is very specific to the game. What's that damage, buddy? Uh, 21. All right. I had a, an English chemistry teacher in high school who was really into fantasy stuff, so a lot of fantasy words I know with like a British accent. <laughs> so you made Excellent. Them. Is there anything else on your turn, Altus? An aluminium. I still have 15 feet of movement left. Can I, just to get out of the way of the hole, come over basically just 15 feet to the side over in the corner? Sure, go right ahead. Here? Or right, corner, corner. If I can make it to the five yeah, feet ahead. Be 15. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right there's perfect. All right, as you hit it with that light, its own eyes squinting, trying not to catch the brunt of that. As it screeches and hisses in the corner, we come down from Altus to Tempest. Okay, Rage, spider climb down that hole. Go as, get up to it. I think I could probably get up next to it. So, check twice. And you can give me a deck save. Excellent. Okay, so 17 and 26. Okay, so uh, both of those will hit, and the deck save was a 17. So he made that. Okay, so three plus 12, 15 plus 9, 24, plus 14. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, with one. If it's alive. <laughs> with one motion, you can see this oozing liquid starting to just pulse out of the carapace of the basilisk as it's shoved up against the wall. Pieces of its uh, of its skin just crackling against the metallic surface. And you can tell that you're getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> From Z, let's come down to Z. Tempest down to Z. I'm Z. Yeah. Oh, okay, it was like... <laughs> just keeping you on your toes. <laughs> um... I'm gonna throw a fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um we're gonna do a chaos ball. And we're gonna do second level. Okay. Um, so that is a sixteen hit? Sixteen does not hit. Okay. Mm. Yeah, trying not to look at it just causes it to go wide and glance off of the wall behind it as you feel the entirety of this tower in the ground shake. Okay. Did you roll a disadvantage? No, that was my wild magic roll. Oh, okay. I just heard two dice and I was like, what? Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> trying to do the wild magic at the same time so I can save some time. All right, cool. Um, that's all I'm going to do. All right, excellent. So from Z, as you are coming down into the hole itself, Recovering from your fall, we are at Hugo, our last adventure. Oh, yeah, it's been Hugo. good to stand up. Excellent. Uh, everything all right down there? Do you, do, you need, do you need me? Tempest kind of has it on the ropes, honestly. I think we're okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's up to you if you want to come down, but we need, we're probably going to come back up. You're falling really behind on the kill count, though. <laughs> oh, we're counting those? I'm gonna... I was right here. I'm just gonna explore. <laughs> okay, excellent. So in that six seconds, where are you going, buddy? 
Uh, so I'm going this way towards where he slept on the rocks. Oh, <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll reveal that area for you as your companions below. Uh, Shouldn't he face. have to make a check to see if he falls in the Yeah. Wall? Yeah. Uh, can I please get a? Uh, can I please get me tonight? <laughs> an acrobatics check. Really see if you fall. Come on, green. Come on, green. All right, that's all right. That's that's kind of good. That is twelve. Nobody's rolled above a ten so far. You can get across. Yes. It really wasn't a hard check. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny if he like went to go explore and then and fell down I the hole back. as if he was coming like to help. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm coming to help you guys. I didn't fall. <laughs> I think you hit it instead of revealed it. Yeah, Rule oh, Twenty's okay. doing that fun thing. There we go. Um, all right. So as they are fighting for their lives, you go. A stone altar is attached to the ceiling of this otherwise empty, semicircular room. An eight-pointed star is carved into the eastern face of the altar. And making your way across, taking all of this in. We're going to go back to the top with Mala. Um, Tempest seems to have that in hand. Uh, I'm still going to run over it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to cast... I'm going to glance at the ground, seeing its foot, and cast Magic Missile at its foot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Go ahead. Okay. That's uh, just for damage. Yeah. Uh, So that's three. I'm sorry. That's two, three, five, and two. So seven. (laughs) Okay. Such a useful spell, but so little damage. Uh, as as that hits, you get one on almost each of its feet. <laughs> as it's dancing up against the wall, yes. Uh, as it's dancing up against the wall, still pinned down by Tempest herself. And now it is its turn, and it is going to <coughs> Tempest. And Tempest, that is going to be 14, 14. And can I please have a um, wisdom check? Wisdom? Save. Do you, you have good wisdom? Ah, nine. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Can I have a con save? Hang on, hang on with the wisdom check. Before we determine if that hit or not, I want to use my inspiration. Um, I just have to look it up. It adds four. Thirteen? Can I have a con save? That wasn't enough. Oops, sorry. That, that doesn't count. Oh, that's better. Con plus... Is it safe? Or? Yes. Okay, so... 23. You are totally fine. In the heat of that moment of it biting at you, you managed to look at its face, but resist the effect. <laughs> and that is going to bring us down from Tempest to Z. No, from the Basilisk to Altus. Where am I? <laughs> I love Flash of Genius. I just never did use it. I like it. Altus. That's me. With the flat on my blade. (laughs) (laughs) Snoop. Can I run over to Tempest's side and without looking at it, stab at it downwards? I think we've established that with that disadvantage advantage cancel, go right ahead. That's the plan then? We're playing it fast. And if you roll low, just just add that 10, bud. Just add the uh, (laughs) the guided strike. That tier beer guide. That's going to be... 16. 
16. I don't know if that's going to hit, but I, I would even add the 10. Because she rolled a 16 earlier. Okay. I don't think she, she did not. She rolled a 17 earlier. Z rolled a 16 earlier. 17 earlier. 17 is the lowest roll, I believe. Does. Do I do it? Shouldn't tell you guys that. But all the dice on the table, that's the lowest thing that's been yes. rolled so far. You should do that. <laughs> okay, then I will add a guided strike and then make it a 26 to hit. Okay, that does hit. <laughs> nice. And now we'll never know if the other one did or not. It's worth the risk. <laughs> Especially because that comes back in a short rest, bud. Yeah, this late in the, the combat, too, may as well. So that is 11 damage. All right. And do you get a second attack? I do. I'm waiting to see how Coulter describes this. As you stab through its torso, your blade coming out with the ichor and ooze inside its body dripping off. What would you like to do next? <laughs> I would like to second verse, same as the first. All right. Roll the green one. <laughs> the green one wants you. Glad I didn't end up sitting next to him. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if the, the microphones are picking up the, the sexual. <laughs> Take the green dice. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. <laughs> that is a 21 to hit. That will definitely hit, yes. Hooray! You got it. And that one's seven more damage. All right, how do you want to kill it? Uh, I pull my rapier out, I adjust for a different hit, and I go back in and I just. That's not as hard. That wasn't. I didn't as feel like you hard. are shoulder to shoulder with Tempest, getting leverage inside of it, digging around inside itself, it lets out this horrifying croak as its body goes stiff, stuck up against the wall, those scales on the back lodged in, and you are out of initiative. Nice. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, guys. <coughs> um, you think I could go. cut its head off and wear it as a necklace and, like, petrify people? There's really only one way to find out. Found a shrine <laughs> from upstairs. We found the basilisk. Oh, is it nice? <laughs> no, it's dead. Oh. I was just say whatever she Poor doesn't guy. take, I want to see if you can harvest some stuff from it. If okay. it makes you feel better, Hugo, it died of natural causes? Can I, I don't believe you. <laughs> can I have assistance with a uh, decapitating a basilisk rule? Uh, I would rule, because I was going to assist her, I would rule that it would be Bible? just a strength. Yeah, just like, straight up. I would say strength, maybe athletics, or just an attack roll. Um, and then decide on like I like the threshold. attack roll option best, because I'm trying to decide how much damage is done to the thing as we're doing this. Um, so, because then that can yeah. also like... You could also make a survival check like you've had her elsewhere. You could also do a survival check like she's done in the past when she skins things. For this... Sorry, you guys keep talking to me. For this level of uh, aggression, I think attack is a better choice. And then survival should be just dashing. With your attack. Ten. Uh, Flash of genie. (laughs) It's all right. I could try again. Like... Yeah. I got a 10 on the first decapitation roll. Maybe I make it a little messy. <laughs> it might not be Okay, easy. with that, go, go give me a damage roll. Okay. It is now stationary, oh, so. Uh, 10 again. Okay, um, so you do manage to lop it off, but you take the entire shoulder section with it oh, okay. as it falls to the ground. Okay. And as uh, you are dealing with that, 
You go upstairs. Um, what are you doing in the shrine that you found? I'll do an investigation around, and I also want to do a history check on the shrine itself to see if I know what the fuck it is. Okay, what so the heck it is. Go ahead and give me um, <coughs> a religion check. Like a good one or a bad one? I mean, it's up to you, man. Okay. Uh, religion is going to be a 16. Okay. Um, you recognize this symbol um, from having traveled a little bit in this area uh, as the symbol of Mistral, who is the first incarnation of Mistra, mm-hmm. goddess of magic. Uh, it's a Mistral. Uh, Mistral. Zahn told us that this was Nethereez, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. The tower is Nethereez, so it's incredibly old. And it was a wizard's tower, so the god of magic makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's probably good that it's not, like, a bad god. Is it covered in blood or viscera? No. no. Well, then it's probably fine. Mm. <laughs> okay. An investigation around to see if there's anything else. Excellent. Go ahead and do that for me. That's well. She's cutting it off. I'm gonna go through that door. Uh, I have a plan, Tempest. Fifteen. If I hold it by the 15. shoulders and grab my head and twist, <laughs> we will. We're going to have to work on crosstalk down the door. I'm trying to do it quietly. <laughs> um, okay. So with the uh, eight, you said fifteen. Fifteen. Thank you. Um, the room itself is fairly barren, as if it was well kept during the time. Unlike the other room where there's a lot of detritus, like hitting the floor and things like that, here it's just that altar really stuck onto the ceiling. Um, in your investigation, with your abilities as um, a druid, there is sort of a feeling of some sort of magic just around, but like that's not anything you can identify or get anything beyond. It's just okay. as a caster, something that you can feel is there. Um, with that, downstairs, who was going to the next room? Z? Okay. You were still trying to get the head off. Well, no, no, I'm just saying that's what we're doing. That's true. <laughs> All right, so you enter into, if it lets me reveal it this time. No, it won't. <laughs> I found that if I hit reveal every time, it works. I, that's what I did. And that's what I'm like, why won't you? Why are you fighting me still? I love you, don't do this to me. <laughs> um, so you enter into a hallway um, with doors leading off of it, um, one behind you directly to your left there and two further down on your right. Um, the one closest to me, I'll go there. Do you want to guess what it is before I reveal it? <gasps> spiral I knew, stairway. I knew. <laughs> it's a spiral stairway covered <laughs> in rubble, uh, clearly leading up to the floors above. Except covered in rubble. So. And as you go towards, which room are you heading towards next? Uh, the next closest one. Okay, so that's going to be here. And uh, let's go back to our two decapitators. All right, so I'll hold this part. You twist and separate the vertebra, and then it should be much easier to just cut through the skin and muscle. Should I okay. Should I do the cutting as you guys are doing the... No, 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 go, go make sure that Z's okay. Wow. It's... Well, just because we shouldn't be alone. Wow. <laughs> Not because it's Z. Wow. <laughs> Altus. Okay. Uh, I give Lali a puzzled look. Also, you use a shrug. And... Also, you use a rapier, which is not particularly good for cutting. And 
other people have blades too. Okay. Well, do you have one handy? I mean, it, could he use your axe? I Altus feel like that would be personal. Okay. <laughs> uh, as Altus enters into the hallway with Z, um, go ahead, guys. Uh, what do you want us to roll? Strength, I guess? This is going to be for chopping off the base of it now? No, no. So we're, we're trying to, to break the neck and then separate the vertebrae. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a bamboo okay. snap. Who is on which end? I'm on the shoulder's end. Okay. And you're on the head end. Okay. So am I pulling or are you pulling? I figured we would both pull and twist. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> both make a strength roll, please. Okay. Athletics, too? Or? Um, you can make athletics. Oh, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> Mm. Uh, 21. 21. I would like to use Flash of Genius to make mine better. What do the eyes look like now? They actually, and this is not correct lore, but this is how it's working for here. Um, They have solidified over into stone as they've basically shut down. Okay. So it'll be a 14 for me. 14 and 21. You rip it out of his hands. I was was going for a difference how how close they were together. I mean, I think it's probably not going to work. It looks like the eyes are like stoned over or something. It would still make a nice trophy for, you know, your retirement. It'd be hilarious to throw it at somebody. And you were so excited about collecting its head, so I would like to try and help as right, possible. What? Spell components. Okay. Can we sell them? All right, oh, back, back up to uh, back up to Hugo <coughs> on the floor above. I'll just kind of like meander around, kind of like check down to see if I can see any of them. And I think I'll just like sit back against the wall, hum a song from my childhood. Me hanging into the hole. Excellent. I love it. Um, yeah, you Happy can to be see. alive. You, snack. Yeah. you do that right as they pull apart uh, and Malai falls onto his butt on one side and Tempest holds up the head. <laughs> do I see that? Regroup. Yes. Oh, uh, that seems pretty natural causes there. <laughs> Think fast! And throw it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Z and Altus. I'm gonna rush to try and catch it before it like smashes on the ground. Um, next door. Um, you are, I, without a roll, you are able to catch it um, and fumble it, but no damage comes from it. All right, going to the next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z, Z, I'm curious, I wanna see. And then I scurry up too. Alright, it worked. Um, it will bring Mr. Altus Every time you do that, it almost sounds like the Final Fantasy victory thing. The as you open this door, the bed in this room is upside down on the floor. It's rotted blankets peeking out from underneath the disintegrated mattress. Mounted to the wall is a tall, cracked mirror in a stone frame that merges seamlessly with the surrounding wall. Lying underneath two dirt-clogged windows is a partially crumbled, rime-covered human skeleton in tattered shreds of a nightgown. Ugh. Sad. Ugh. Can I see if there's anything in here else? <coughs> yeah, go ahead and give me that Can I also investigate? Telling you, use the green one. 16. Which is why I can't use it. All right. Um, 
you find as you're searching around the room that there is um, sliding along, you stub your toe on something <coughs> where there is nothing. It's uh, right here in the room. As you're going through the bookshelf and trying to figure out what's around, you hit what appears to be open air. Um. Okay. Um. Hey, Molly. Yes. Are you still able to see magic stuff? Um. Uh, not currently, but it would not be an imposition to do it again. Uh, there's something invisible here, maybe. Okay. Um, are you good to work okay. on this for a while? Mm-hmm. We'll uh, walk back up to where he goes. Spider climb's still working. <laughs> that's an hour, so it should, I think. Because you ran up, saw Valin, got in a really quick fight, came down here, quick fight. It should still be going. It'd be getting close to done, but not done. Mm-hmm. Uh, water skin. Uh, are you not going to do a cheese and crackers joke like you do all the time? <laughs> Hard tack left. We money. just left Brinchander, so you had time to restock. But then we fell through the hole, so mm. I couldn't get my rations. Oh, and you probably wouldn't want to spend a bunch of money on expensive cheese when you might die yeah. any day. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Uh, I will just cast the invisibility uh, in the room. Yeah, whatever he's telling me to look at. Um, you see a chest bolted to the ground. Oh, there's a treasure chest. Mm. Well, bre- bolted to the, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. The ceiling oh. ground. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotta find that key, though. Or is it locked? Is it a hell keyhole? Probably. Most chests do. So, <clears throat> you can see that it's locked. There's a there's a keyhole, and hanging yeah. upside down, it is closed. Yeah, knock. You're going to use knock on it? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, I'll stand underneath it if it tells what he's doing. So I can help catch something if someone falls out. I'm going to open it. All right. Uh, knock is a spell in 5th edition and earlier edition that unlocks things. It's like called knock. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like um, you hit it and it just opens? As you do so, inside the chest, you get this sort of gust of warm air, almost room temperature, and dryness as the atmosphere of the room itself seems to level with the chest itself. And inside the chest is a leather-bound book. Falls out, or? No, stays in. Boost? Yeah. Can he see it now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can see the inside. What it basically is, is yeah, you can see that, yeah. and then when it opens, you can see this velvet red lined inner where there's a book that appears that it has proper gravity and the underside of the head of the chest. Yeah. But any other angle you can't see. Yeah. Um, can I check for traps? Uh, yeah. What's that? Uh, investigation. Uh, find traps check. Usually, find traps is a dex based investigation check, but it's up to culture, obviously. Uh, 16. Um, no, there's no, no traps that you can discern. I'm gonna grab the book. And I'm boosting him up. Okay. 
I'm like holding his legs. I'm like standing underneath, like trying to brace him anywhere. <laughs> he falls over if he drops the book or um, something. See, this might come off as odd, but I feel closer to you in this moment. You asked for my help, and that means a lot to me. As you reach up and get your hands on either side of the book, the air around your hands feeling warm and dry compared to the cold wetness of that around you, and pull it down, you feel the gravity of the book shift to match the room, the weight coming from pulling up to pushing down. As it comes free into your hands, it appears to be an ancient leather-bound book that bears a rune on its spine that looks rather familiar. Um, and as you bring it down to eye level, it begins to disintegrate. <gasps> oh, can I put it, push it back up? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, push it back up into the chest. As you do that, it levels. The damage is still done, but the book has not continued. What is this? Where do you think the symbol is? Um, have you've shown everybody the um, amulet? Yeah, it matches the amulet. Or the shoe guardian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if I let go of the book, does it stay there? Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like switch with me. Switch with me. Okay. I hop out of my armor. Okay, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll hold my up. Do you need Altus's help? I mean, I have an eight strength, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. It might not be a bad idea. I mean, together, Z and Altus's strength is a 16, so. I mean, both of you together. A very heavy man. <laughs> you're not in a moment of stress or anything so i will let you uh i let you hoist him up without without that i would like to mending it um to repair the damage uh you are able to with the mending spell repair some of the damage okay um go ahead and give me a uh give me an arcana check Sorry. Arcana or Arcana? <laughs> 23. 23. Um, so as you're fixing it, it looks as almost as if you're um, like turning back years. So that mending um, basically took it back five years. Can I... Extrapolating on that theory, is it possible to take it back to a point where it would survive outside of the space? Um, from having a 23, the chest is keeping it. So, But, but I'm assuming it's because it's so old, right? Removing it from the chest. It will always build. destroy it? No matter how many mendings I cast on it? Uh, I, I think with a 23, that's high enough to know that you cannot cast mending fast enough. To restore it completely. Yeah. So that's going to take it back to the state it was when you opened the chest. But it's not actually fixing. How it. big is the chest? Uh, the chest itself is about twenty-five pounds of of enchanted metal. It's about yay big. Okay, can I rem- unbolt the chest from the ceiling? Yes. Okay, so I work on that, okay. and I also tell the boys if you guys want to go and get Tempest uh, to hold me up because I'll be at this a while. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you just climb? I will grab Tempest and then... Couldn't you just climb on top of Alice? Yeah, just it's up to Cold. He is hydraulically 
<laughs> um, you're gonna need help to reach it. Yeah. Uh, once I get it unbolted, is it possible to fashion it into something I can wear on Atlas? Um, you would have you would not be able to carry your pack in it at the same time, so it's one or the other in that case. So if somebody else can carry my pack, bag of holding. Can I put my pack in the bag of holding? Can we put oh, I guess box you, in the bag of holding. I don't really want to be separated from it, but that's fair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, so it takes you about um, one step as comes in to assist if you would like oh, to. She said she didn't want to. Oh, so. no. Um, yeah, so with, uh, <laughs> with, I'll with ask you. Altus's straining help, uh, it's going to take you about 20 minutes to actually get it unbolted with your tinker's tools from the ceiling, mm-hmm. um, at which point uh, it has the same effect as the book had, where it stays where it is until you pull and then it shifts the other way. But the but because of my arcana check, the chest is the actual enchantment keeping the book safe. Yes. Okay. So, like, I was just making sure it wasn't that spot on the ceiling. It's the actual chest. Yes. All right. <coughs> with that done, uh, I sit on the floor with the chest open, book still inside the chest, and start perusing through the book as Every, everyone else does whatever they do. So I will tell you when you open up the cover of it, like about uh, the top third of it disintegrates. <laughs> as it leaves that container. And there's no way to shift it to where that won't happen. It's not a very large chest, and it is a very large book. All right, I'm just going to leave it in the chest for now. Cut the binding. Yeah. Or, like, fold the pages as you, like, go. It's or really we can just a scholar to do. We can just deal with that later. I was going to say, I think I might be able to recreate this effect given enough time. So, if you want, I can put the head in the bag of holding. Okay. So I think we, do we give up on the head yeah. or do we get it? I don't think it'll be as scary as I was hoping it would be. Well, it was pretty scary. <laughs> She's just wearing this huge... <laughs> am I taking your pack or am I taking the box? The box. Okay. This is going to be much more time consuming than I hoped it would be. Yet another project to work on once we're all free and clear of all of these things. <laughs> Right. Can we get out of this cell hole now, or are we? There's still for one other more room. Things? I'm assuming Z would like to search it. I would All like right, to I'll be up it. here. We'll be right there. You go. Would you like help down? No, I'm good up here. All right. So entering the final room here. The walls of this chamber are inscribed with interconnected runes and marred with cracks. What is now the ceiling bears similar inscriptions that swirl inward, converging around a golden crystal disc five feet in diameter. And are you all entering the room, or? I am going to go in after Z. Uh, Z, as soon as the entirety of your body's in, um, a figure flickers into existence standing on the ceiling upside down. It appears to be the same long-faced human wizard depicted in the statues just inside the spire's entrance, and it begins speaking in a strange, possibly forgotten language. Um... I say, like, I... Sorry, I don't understand. It doesn't react to your response. 
Okay. Um, anyone have any uh, comprehend languages or anything? Mm, comprehend languages, no. What is the language? Don't know. Can I come look at it? Um, I don't. You can, yeah. Oh, do you need me to list my languages? Uh, yes. I said I was going in right behind Z. Does it change anything as I step into the room? No. Same, like, common. Time. It had begun when Z walked in the room, and as you walk in the room, it's continuing whatever it is saying. Common, dwarvish, giant, infernal, primordial, yeti, and then I am familiar with the script of Netherese, but not how to read it. Uh, and it's spoken. This is a spoken language. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. I'm sorry. It's a it's an illusory figure basically standing on the ceiling upside down and speaking. Who matches the face of the wizard in the statues that you saw in the first floor. Mm-hmm. Can I... Uh, as I start to hear it, can I cast tongues on Z? That lets you speak it but not understand, I don't think. The spell well. grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language yeah. it hears. Um, Z, as he does that, you suddenly hear, Behold, my masterpiece! Here can illusions be made real. Shadows become substance. Create your illusion, let it stand atop the crystal disk, and watch my rune chamber do its work. <laughs> and then he pauses, steps back, flickers, steps forward. Behold, my masterpiece! Um, this is that illusion maker thing. Oh, we found the room. Yeah. The room chamber. Do yeah. we? I mean, aside from creating a particularly delicious apple pie, I don't see what use we would have for it now. I don't either. Do we have anything in the bag of holding that we may try it with? I'm just, I I'm just curious. And I'm taking out a notebook to like take notes. There's no illusion. Well, is it obvious to my artificer eyes that this is also possibly damaged in some way? Um, so with, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty clear to all of you um, that there are cracks along the walls like you've seen in previous rooms that do go through several of the rooms. So it is, I mean, in my professional opinion, it probably isn't safe or may not function anymore. I mean, can I say maybe? Give me an Arcana check for that. Yeah, see see if you can discern if the rooms that are specifically damaged. 18? Yeah, yeah, it's it's... Well, I mean, it's still working based on seeing his figure there, um, but not well. It might not be safe to use this. The runes are disrupted, amongst other glaring. I don't even know what we use it for. But if a member of the Arcane Brotherhood needed to use it... Technically, just, it was the simulacrum of a member of the Arcane Brotherhood. I just want to know. I just want to try. How about this, Altus? In the future, we can come back and me and you can attempt to fix up the chamber. It shouldn't be too hard since we can actually see the damage done. We don't have to recreate it. But we're here now. Is there anything but that I will we can... remind you that we're also trying to kill a goddess within a reasonable time frame. And believe me, I would like to kill the goddess as well. I believe staying here messing with the chamber would require a vote of the entire group. That is usually how these things are handled, yes? Yeah, no, you're right. That's Good job, Molly. Good job. I am a fast learner, I am told. But that was technically by my low-intelligence father, who could not even comprehend common. 
And Z, you're in the room for this conversation as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, I mean, if someone has something, the way of producing an illusion, I want to try it over here. Do either sure, you? but I don't have any illusion magic. I guess I'm a, as Jake, I'm a little confused on what this thing actually does. Can I, out of character, like, um, so, explain it? I mean, so, based on Malai's role with the Arcana there, and based on what the wizard told mm-hmm. um, Z, sorry, yeah, Z, uh, you know that this thing can take an illusion that's cast and turn it into a real <laughs> object or being. Okay. So, like, like they said, if you made an illusion of an apple pie, you can actually have the apple pie. The simulacrum told you that he wanted to use it to become a real okay. zombie. Gotcha. So if we made like an illusion of a bird, but given its current state, I don't know if it would be safe to do so. Is what Molly's telling you. Yeah. And it would take too long to fix it up. But Hugo could conjure an animal. I guess he's actually but conjuring. But conjuring animals aren't illusions. The what? They were also conjured. Those are conjured. They're like actual things, not just illusions. And that was a side effect of his magic, not a purposeful effect. You know, the bag of tricks that you pull, whatever? Yeah, oh, those oh. actually conjure. Okay. It's not like okay. just an illusion. Okay. No, I wondered that too when I just looked at it. <laughs> You said floops, and I heard flumps, which is a type of monster. And I might have been trying to say that, but I I didn't think right. Oh, and the flumps were summoned from another dimension as well. Mm. Yeah. Back in the Uh, lithid ship. On what's happening here, how are you all choosing to address this situation? What do you mean? So there was a discussion of a vote. Uh, Yeah, so we're going back. is looking at examples of ways to use it, so are you... Well, we decided we would go and vote. All right. If Altus just tries to activate it, I'm going to cock him on the back of the head. But <laughs> No, I don't have any illus- illusory magic. All right, so coming back to all of you up on the third level, between holes 2-3 and holes 3-4. Are we ready? Are we going to leave? Well, there was a discussion down below that we believe we should bring to the entire group, as is our custom. Uh, we did find the rune chamber, and Altus was tempted to use it, but in my professional opinion, it would not be safe as several of the runes are damaged. Uh, in the future, I would love to come back and tinker in this area and see if I can fix it, but at this time, I do not believe it would be good, and Altus would like to do it because it should be fun. I believe are your words. Yeah. Altus, do you want to make your case, I guess? If we didn't do things because they were dangerous, we wouldn't be here. I mean, I will destroy it. That's another option? Well, currently it is essentially in a destroyed state and we could but fill- someone could still use it, so we make it unusable. I agree. I am vehemently opposed to this. I don't care. <laughs> I guess it could have been used for negative purposes if we had not killed the wizard. The almost wizard. This yeah. is a one-of-a-kind magical artifact. I, I will defend it if necessary. 
That's my vote. Z? How would this even help anybody? Yeah. Who needs this? It's not safe right now, but there are implications. Okay, but if someone who is not of our sway as far as being good or evil goes and they find this and they fix it up and they use it to create I don't know, say another dwarf army or another Durger army well A, I don't know if that would be possible with this one machine and we killed its guardian I believe that if we rehide the entrance, it's been thousands of years since anyone has found it before us, so it's reasonable to assume that no one else would find it since us. Okay, so Tempest doesn't care. Altus. I think you've kind of won me over. (laughs) I think it... I don't like the idea of this sitting out here, able to be found. So we have one don't care, one destroy, one hide, two hide. Wait, are you hide or destroy? You're just, I think I'm leaning destroy. Destroy. All right, I have one final argument before we make a final decision. It is theoretically possible to bring back one or more of our lost companions using this device. I did not wish to say so, because I'm not sure if it would be possible unless I can fix it. But Tempest, I could potentially bring your brother back. Would it be her brother? According to Zahn. How would you get his memories and his life? Well, it brings back the illusion of it. It doesn't matter if it has the memories or not. Yeah, but depending on who casted the illusion, wouldn't it be your interpretation of him, not actually him. Given enough time, I could give the illusion of magic to Tempest to create in his image. This is what I'm saying. If we hide it at a later date when we're not so pressed, I might be able to use it for good. Do you want just a body copy of your brother back? That is a gross miscalculation of what I'm offering. How can you get his soul and his memories back? At the same time, how can you say that that isn't possible? I'm not saying it's not possible. But you're arguing that that's the case when that's not necessarily known. Tempest, how do you feel? (sighs) That's hard to hear that we could bring him back. I, I think he'd want to come back but not at the risk of somebody else getting hurt. And since we killed the guardian of this place, I... I will stay with it. You will stay in this tower? If you are worried about somebody coming and destroying it or using it for dark purposes, this is important enough to me that this tower is just as comfortable as any cave I've lived in. I will stay with it. No offense, but 
the good that this machine could bring to the world is more important than destroying the goddess and bringing Summer back. This is important to me. Well, it doesn't look like anybody else has found this place in a while, right? Can I can I make a roll or something and determine that? Or I don't know. Um, I will say that uh, I believe we discussed it a little bit last time. Zahn referenced that um, there was a group that had taken things out of it um, recently, but they did arrive with him. Okay. So it, people have been here recently. Uh, what is it that you want to do with this? I just cannot see something this magnificent. I put myself in the shoes of the creator of this device, and I cannot destroy it. I mean, we're going to a magical city, though. This could be peanuts compared to what we're about to see. And I am only arguing that if the argument is that it has no guardian and should be destroyed because it is a danger, I will stay with it, and I will have plenty of time to go and visit the city after we've secured it. Or I've determined that it's too dangerous to function and dismantle it at that time. Well, we left that big chunk of Shardolin in the tundra, which could be just as dangerous as this. I think I'd feel comfortable hiding it. Maybe we take all the rubble from other rooms and try to block off the door, disguise the door, hide it. Given enough time, it shouldn't be impossible to completely fill it with snow, which would be the same. Has anybody's vote changed? Because we're outvoted already. I still vote to destroy. I do too. Well, now that Malai mentions the good it can do for the rest of the world. What good did he mention? We can, given if we bring the right, the right magic users here, we can create food and water and building materials for shelter. And I, I, sorry, but now I'm, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Now I'm, I think I'm on Malai's side. Jesus. I could even recreate the summer star and bring eternal summer to bring Chandra using this device. We voted. So. The final vote then was three for protecting and two for destroying. The final vote was what, I'm sorry? Three for protecting, two destroying. Yes. All right, so what are you all planning to do now? As you stand to floor, floor above this enchanted room. Um, if anyone will assist me, we could collapse the entrance tunnel. I'll help you. Ooh, that might be the best idea, yeah. And then completely fill what's left of the tunnel with snow. That way it just looks like a flat plane. Okay, so are you all heading back up to the top floor then? I can actually, before we go, I can try to do stone shape and maybe make it so there's no entrance here. So we can like take off the door. Like between like, the third make, and fourth floor or make smooth wall to, I think to, that to chamber. the chamber. So like if someone comes and explores, they don't even see that door. It's just wall. Yeah. That would be that the would best case scenario. Yeah. 
yeah. and then we can still like I know where it is, so I can just excavate it if yeah. need be. And we can still like collapse everything else if we need to. Yeah, an extra layer of protection. Yeah, that's that yeah. would work. Thank you, Hugo. I know this is not what you wanted. It's okay. I know it's not natural, but well, it is technically not unnatural as well. Well, it's not. Well, that's that's pulling hairs. You're all you all saved me, so I'll do what the the group needs. Okay, so with <coughs> Hugo's ability to do the stone shape, um, climbing down to this lower level, you're easily easily enough able to obscure the shape of the doorway uh, as all of you make your way back up to the first level. Were you planning on doing the same at that entryway or leaving that as is? Well, how long have we been, like how close are we to a full rest? Um, we came here to camp for the night, I thought. Did we? That was, I think, the original plan was to okay. rest there. So then, yeah, I'll, I'll blow my other fourth level in stone okay. shape. So, <laughs> and you've been below here for, I think, maybe three hours total at okay. this point. So I'll stone shape the whole opening so that, like, it's just rock. Okay. Um, between spider climb and your climbing gear, it's easy enough to get... Uh, oh, I'm out of spider climb. But... Okay. <laughs> between your climbing gear, it is easy enough to get back to the surface um, where you see that it is dark, as is expected, given the limited amount of uh, sun that is even present at any time of day here and uh, most of your companions are already in their tents asleep for the night as Hugo finishes the touches and leaving this a solid piece of stonework um, as you all continue and it's on, all going to be five feet thick so five it's going to be thick. so even if you knock on it it sounds yeah. solid as hell uh, there are two of the tribesmen um, keeping watch. Uh, one of them that's waiting by the hole for all of you to come up and to make sure they're all okay as they show you to the tents that Valin insisted be set up for you for your return. Uh, is there anything you'd like to do before your rest? Just tell Valin that we... that we not obeyed her wish, but we agreed. She is asleep right now, so <laughs> would you like to wake her up or tell her in the morning? for the morning. I would like... Go ahead. As I push past him to try to wake her up. <laughs> <laughs> we should tell her that. <laughs> morning. Morning. Oh, okay. Be rest. Let's not piss off the necromancer. Oh, I guess that's true. Sit with the people on watch. Brutally. I would like to pull Altus aside just real quick before we rest. Sure. I want to say thank you. If it weren't for you and Tempest as well, we would have done a great disservice to the world. Thank you for thanking me. Um, <laughs> no, you, you raise a good point. We I initially was scared of the bad the harm it could cause, but I think the good it can the good that can be done outweighs the bad that could happen. I was swayed. You swayed me. I just want you to know that if ever a time comes that you need me to be swayed or you need an ally, I am there for you. I will support you. Thank you, Polly. You are my father. What? A den brother. It is a but non-sexual how- relationship between two male yetis uh, that is a very close bond. <laughs> okay. Some Yeti scholars do believe that it is a slight 
you know, fail over a homosexual uh, relationship between yetis. But, you know, it's kind of like poets in other societies where they lived together their whole lives. They were friends. But it's hard to say if that's the case or if yeti culture even has a problem with that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On that moment as we leave uh, Tempest brooding on her watch and the rest of you turning in, uh, we are going to take a short break and be right back. All right. So uh, this is basically a, a spot, as was told to you previously, that the Regged generally use as a waypoint uh, between leaving the Ten Towns and reaching the glacier, or really between a lot of different journeys across the tundra itself, whether it be getting to Calvin's Cairn, the Sea of Moving Ice, uh, down to the mountains below. As you find yourself almost dead center within the tundra itself, ice stretching out in every direction, as far as the eye can see, as you are woken up the following morning with the extinguishing of the campfire and the tearing down of the tents as they prepare to move on for the day ahead. How are you all beginning your day? Uh, Just doing my stretches outside of my armor and my calisthenics, make sure I don't get, you know, armor sores. As one does. Uh, Waving my stump at the... uh, Tempest's old love interest. <laughs> I am curled up in a sea of blankets because this is the first day in like a week that I didn't like melt into stone. In oh sleep. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go over, and I have one bottle left of the fire whiskey. Oh, and that's a way to start the day. If it's possible, could we say that I identified those potions give it back over the night? Drink with me. It's it's. Break with me. I'm going to take a shot of it. Okay. Right. Make a con check. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good at those, right? That's a crack die. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you want my flash of genius? I got tides of chaos, so I'm taking advantage on that. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's a 17. That's better. Okay. And that's with your uh, with your con included. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You cough and sputter and gag, but you do manage to not retch up what little you had the day before, or find yourself falling uh, beyond an acceptable level of tipsiness for travel. Okay. Uh, Eight o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't recommend letting him drive any of the sleds. Um, oh, never. I don't think Z ever has. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't drink in sled. I'll yeah. smack him on the back and say, "I'll we'll put red hair on your chest." Oh, okay. I looked down. I don't have any chest there. I show you mine. That's all. <laughs> the ironic part of that is you could look down and grow. I know. Chest I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for your record, to remind you, you can make me roll on the wild magic if you want, since I've used that. Mm-hmm. But then I get the ability back. So it's up to you. Oh, you mean like in order to regain the ability without a long rest? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I will keep that in mind. Also, what's your wild search? Oh, we just finished a long rest, so it's your yeah, set so one. Yeah. Um, in which case, let's take that roll. Okay. Does it have to be with a spell casting? If he used Tides of Chaos. Mm. Oh, but it is still after I cast a spell. Uh, first okay, so next time I sp- cast a spell. <laughs> You're all, all over the place this evening. 
I did a long-term campaign uh, campaign with a wild magic sorcerer. That's the only reason, like, yeah, I'm familiar I'm with the mechanic. <laughs> okay, God, uh, and not to, to derail, but that does that backsplash on that camera looks fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over and saw it. I was like, God, that looks so good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, coming back. What are the dogs? Feeding the dogs and getting them ready. Excellent. Um, all right. So that without much more than that, um, you get a pleasant good morning uh, and a cup of warm mead from your uh, former companion um, as he gets his own sled ready for the next leg of the journey. Uh, and do you still have them? <laughs> you said in after party that you would have them come. <laughs> Um, he may at a later time, because I don't know if he's noticed that you were there or not. We can, uh, I waved at him with my stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, so with that, uh, the journey continues on from this point headed towards the glacier as you go through hours and hours in the frost. Um, as the twilight begins to rise <coughs> and set into the brightest that it will get, making your way till you are out of sight of the spire that you've now left. And once it's become dark, once again, the winds raising and settling, the snow falling lightly, the day remaining primarily clear with nearly an aura of foreboding to the weather. You can see in the distance through the darkness the reflection of the sky on the crystalline glacier that gives the Regev their name. As you begin to approach the glacier, it being called out by the lead Regev, the large man who had been keeping close to Tempest most of the day takes a moment to uh, lean over to Malai and whispers, I'm glad to put your body back on. I do not know how well you would make the journey with your um, that is, small arms. That is my actual body. You know that, right? Your actual... I'm trying to get back to German and I'm not having <laughs> a very good time of it. Your actual body... No, uh, yes, your actual body. And he claps you on the back with the metal ring <laughs> as you get closer and closer now, the glacier looming above. Well, whatever is your actual body, this is the one that I would use for combat. I would not recommend the other one. Oh, no, not yes. at all. I mean, A, I, I'm an amputee. I only have one arm. And B, I'm quite physically uh, inept. He reaches over <laughs> as the sleds begin to slow and puts one hand on either side of your head and kind of gives it a light tug. The, the helmet is attached to the armor. Huh. Well. Maybe Are you I trying to remove my head? But you have to put it from one body onto another body, it seemed fair. No, and I show him the mechanics. Like, I stop for a second and show him the mechanics of it opening and me stepping out of it. He puts... A hand into one of the arms, his much larger. Which arm does not, he do? Um, to the left arm. To the left arm. Okay, so there is a hole there. The much larger frame, not fitting much past the wrist, as he tries to. 
Well, all I would say is that for an average person, you might want to make this bigger. Well, I mean, I figured it would be compensating if I made anything larger than I already did. I mean, my usual five foot eight to six foot four already seems like I'm, you know. He looks over to Tempest. You pick up strange creatures. You've got Changey Man, you've got Two Body, the little one. <coughs> I'm proud of you for for keeping them together and keeping them safe. I don't know how capable they would be on their own without technology. They all have their own skills. <laughs> no. As he um, indefinitely a German accent continues on with that conversation. I uh, could make you one, sir. There is ahead of you two dozen figures. Oh, more of your tribe, sir? No. Those are not ours. Oh. Is it dark out right now? It is. They are spaced roughly ten feet apart and begin advancing in a line. I would like to cast a spell. What are you casting? Oh yeah, I guess how far away are they? Uh, Right now, they are about um, 60 feet away from you. Or you just have dark vision up to 300. I get the the dogs to 40 feet and I stop them and get off. Um, You said 10 feet apart? Yes. Uh, And we're sure we don't know any of these people. Um, Hold on. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're a danger to us. Are they advancing in an aggressive way? Uh, They are advancing slowly and steadily. And uh, as you ask that question, he responds to you. They are a danger to us. Tidal wave. Forward like this. Tidal wave? Excellent. Uh, give me the save for that. Oh, please say that it's a tidal what wave of snow. Yes. It's like a, it breaks into like shards of glass or a shards of ice as it goes through. Um, it is a dexterity save. Uh, okay, excellent. So with that, uh, we are going to get, so it's 30 feet long and 10 feet wide. But I can make it appear anywhere in 120 um, feet. So yeah, I want to do it. Like they're, if they're in a straight line, I want to get multiple them. people across. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> just you know, like when you're driving your car and there's like a car in front of you, and you wish you could just go like this. <laughs> yeah, it like flies off the side of the road. Like it's literally no when... more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, give me the damage magic? for that. Uh, hold on. Usually it's water. Like you literally create a little tidal wave. But he's doing ice and snow. It sounds like. Druids are kind of cool. Druids are my favorite. <coughs> 33 points of damage if they failed, and half of that if they succeeded. And so 16. Fantastic. I'm succeed. All right. You see that all of them are knocked to the ground, though still moving, except for the three leading up the front of the pack who were standing enough in front of the tidal wave to only take a portion of its damage. As this tidal wave comes through, the rest of the elk tribe that has follows you here charges forward with a cry and begins to engage into battle with those ahead of you. And from that battle, 
<coughs> Two forms push straight through the elk tribe and come for all of you. As that happens, I would like to cast Enlarge on Tempest, as she is essentially. Alright, roll for initiative. Did my spell go off? <laughs> no. Well, you can have that as your uh, as your first round, and I believe Jake was ready. But if she goes before me, she always runs away, so I can't get my spell. <laughs> All right, give me that initiative roll. Six. Six. Okay. Jesus Christ. I forgot to take a long rest. Hang in. I'll let see. Okay. Use it. What's your initiative modifier? One. Uh, Molly? 13. Okay, Tempest? Shit. Nine. 18. Uh, that's not shit at all. Um, Z? Six as well. Okay, who has the, uh... I have the higher modifier. Fantastic. Those with advantage for the record. So cool. <laughs> Those with advantage for the record. Alright, they are going on a different number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to start us with Tempest at the beginning of the round, and let me move you to the battle map. Yes. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. This is going to be a little bit hard to put on that screen because they are rather far apart. Make it work. Got it. So I said when we were approaching that I got up to 40 feet away. Is that a, is that where I'm starting? Or do you want me to start farther away? I can start from 40 feet away. Okay. So, da-da. Okay. And I'm sorry, so what's this big thing? Uh, as you come up to them, beginning to make out more of the sight, you see a woman dressed in furs atop a saber-toothed tiger, <gasps> accompanied by oh, a druid. We've so seen that before. From the Frostmaiden trials? And, and the, the other people are, like, over... They're down here. Oh, the other people are like behind them, right? Engaged in battle now with, with the Reggae. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. It's confusing because they're all the Reggae. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the Elk Reggae engaged with the Tiger Reggae. Reggae on Reggae violence. Yes. The titular Tiger coming forward <clears throat> to you now. All right, I'm going to take two shots at the lady on the Saber Tooth Tiger with my rifle. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> hold on. I also this is with your energy rifle? Yeah. No, it's not. So didn't you just use your tides too? I have something else, but I don't use it yet. <laughs> War guns? It's what? fine. Um, no, eight sorry. and... Who is that mine? Yeah, uh, eight uh, and eleven, so I'll shoot from here and then get closer. Okay, you want to use it? Eight and eleven. Uh, neither of those are going to hit. I think so. She knows I'm here. It's too late now. So, yeah. so I move closer. Okay. I would actually, I guess, right, be right up on her. I'm going to tear her off of that thing. <laughs> All right, that's going to bring us from Tempest down to Molly. 
Oh my god, I'm next? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do my bonus action? Effect you do know I only got a 13, right? That's going to need to be a dex for her? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and I believe because that's a range sort of issue, that's going to be a, a dex from her buddy as well. Can I move us all up just a bit to be on camera? Um, What's this little baby? Is that Mordecai? Yeah. That works right there. No, it's on that camera. That's fine. That works. Okay, so deck save from both of them? No, just I just get one target. So her. So that's going to be a 19. Okay, she makes it. She takes three lightning damage. Oh, did you identify those potions you said? Yes, yes, you do. Um, they are uh, a potion of things that I'm about to tell you right now. If it's too much right now, you <laughs> no, that's okay. Me, but I, I just grab it for you. Um, da 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 The potions are uh, potions of resistance. So it was potion of acid resistance, cold resistance, fire resistance, and force resistance. Cold, force, fire, acid. acid. Okay. Okay, so. Use either, yeah. From that, Molly, what are you up to? Um, uh, one, two, one, two. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't have the ability to like gauge the distance, but. Um, yeah, that's me. Give you the. I just need to be within sixty feet of them. Of like right here. Near. Yeah. Okay. So just a few up. Just move me thirty feet forward, if you don't mind. Uh, Thirty feet forward, and then, I know it's possible to do, but I would like to cast shatter to where it hits everyone but Tempest. Okay. It's a ten foot radius. Yes. Place it there. All right, uh, so that's going to be deck saves from all of them. Constitution, actually. Excellent. Which, fighting barbarians, that sounds like a bad plan, but, oh well. I have very few options as far as a waste. <laughs> okay, so from there we have a 12, a 19, and a 17. Uh, I believe everything but the 12. Okay, so what's my damage for those halvesies? Uh, I gotta roll it. Sorry, I'm used. I'm not used to D and D Beyond on my phone yet. Okay, that's okay. Oh my god, I it's not even worth the cast. Um, five damage and then two. Okay, so I literally rolled two twos and a one. So it happens. Yeah. All right, as it rings out into the tundra, you hear uh, pieces of the glacier on either side falling off into the ice below as the battle rages on <coughs> your targets in key. And we will move from Malai down to Altus. Um, they are very far from most of my spells. These guys are both bad guys, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, they're both charging at you. Well, no, but this isn't our buddy, right? Uh, no. Uh, for some reason. Her buddy. Well, her buddy. Uh, her pup buddy. Um. <laughs> uh, <that's... laughs> yeah. So, I can move 30 feet. Mm-hmm. Do I have any spells that are going to be 
60 feet. Oh, you know what? Can I cast magic weapon? Okay. Spiritual weapon? No magic weapon. Oh, different thing. Okay. No, no. Spiritual weapon. Magic weapon is not what I want to do. Yeah, spiritual weapon. Okay, and they are currently 70 feet away from you. Okay. Can I move? <coughs> Where's Molly? Molly's here? Yeah. I'm going to join uh, adjacent to Molly, but not natural. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. Casting spiritual weapon? Casting spiritual weapon. Uh, How far away are they? 70 feet. Right now? And where are you putting it? I'm going to put it I'm sorry, from to the side of the saber-toothed tiger. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. What are you doing with it? Uh, and it's gonna it's gonna hack and slash. All right, give me those rolls. He moves thirty feet. Yeah. Damn. The tiger is trying to kill us. No, it's not. Not yet. <laughs> oh, all this. No. I want this tiger. <laughs> I want to ride it. Oh, is that a Okay, never mind. I'm sorry, should I not attack the no, tiger? No, 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 no. Tiger, that's no, sorry, that's, no, no, I was like, I thought that you had moved up there, and I was like, damn it. Oh, he thought okay. you were next to you. Oh, no. No, you do what you want. <sighs> no, I get it. <coughs> this probably means it's the tiger tribe, right? So. You've skinned so many animals that are less antagonistic towards us than this thing is. I was going to say, if Tempest gets mad at Altus <laughs> for fighting. No, no, Helena Hel- <laughs> Hel- 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 doesn't want the tiger to die. How dare you? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna make you attack. Tempest would skin yeah, that baby, but skin good. <laughs> oh, use the green one, Rio. <laughs> I said use the green one last time. I did not say just time to use it. <laughs> That's a one, which makes it a seven. But I'm gonna use my guided strike on it. So it's okay, a seven. seventeen. Excellent, seventeen will hit. Worth it. Absolutely worth it. Just so, because I, I know YouTube and Discord and everything's gonna ask. Because it was a one, it's technically an automatic miss. On uh, it was a one on the die roll, so on an attack roll, it's automatic. Just like a twenty is an automatic hit, regardless of the number. I, I'm just you can overrule it. I'm okay. just letting you know. We've never used that rule in the entirety of the campaign, so I'm not going to start now, even if that's correct. We can discuss it later. Well, it's it's no. not usual. It, it but doesn't... what is the damage? Sorry, I'll bring it up. Now. <laughs> yeah, is, I believe it's just eight. It might be nine. Okay, uh, it's eight damage. All right. Excellent, and that's going to bring us down from Altus to Z. Okay, Z's going to move up to next to Altus. <laughs> okay. Um, and then here he moves Um And then I'm going to cast Fireball without hitting Tempest. Okay, so we're aiming it like somewhere over here. No, I want to hit both of them. So like here. Yeah. Okay, and the spiritual weapon doesn't have damage, so that is Correct. fine. So that's going to be deck saves from everybody. Fireball! All right, so we have an 8, a 19, and a 2. Okay. What's that damage, buddy? Um, 19 would probably save. Can I borrow (laughs) all of the defenses in the world? What level are you casting it at? Base? Yeah. So just paint. Um, he only likes Mark. <laughs> I, like <metal. laughs> I was offering you metal dice. I only like Mark too, so there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't me. like Mark. <laughs> Little Mark. Oh, me. Okay. 
We're all secretly uh, competing to be Mark's best friend. <laughs> As a crater forms in the snow, this spark expanding into a ball of flame, leaving for once permafrosted dirt and not a basin of snow. How much damage do we have? Uh, 22 if they fit. So 22, except for the one you got 19. Okay. They take 11. Yeah, the tiger is scorched um, as it screeches to a halt and the woman on top of it leaps off of its back to the side. And that is going to bring us from Z down to Hugo. Uh, Hugo will also fireball. <laughs> I wish I had it. As a fire genasi, you think you would. Right? I will come up here and how is the saber-toothed tiger looking? Not good. Okay. Yeah, you guys You guys were focusing heavily on the large defenseless animal. I will dominate beast it. Okay. So wisdom saving throw. To be honest, we were doing mostly AoE damage, yeah. so we're being non-discriminatory. That is a seven. Does not make it. He is now under my control. All right, under your control. Yes. Fantastic. So while the beast is charmed, you have t- a telepathic link. As long as the two of you are in the same plane of existence, you can use your telepathic link to issue commands. Uh, I'm seeing if there's anything that like I can't put it in danger or something. I mean. You could tell it to go be free in the tundra. Uh, no, it's definitely going to attack some people. <laughs> I like that. Um, and, and that's my turn. So on its turn, I'll... All right, which is now. Okay, so <laughs> I'll issue a that command to... Yeah, I'll have it run towards us more. She had come to this side in an attempt to uh, flank with it. And where are you having a move? Uh, maybe just in front of me if it can get there. Um, are you telling us that you did this? Or this <laughs> giant tiger's like... We would have seen him cast the spell. I'll, like, when it gets close, I'll, like... Okay, okay. all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you do that, um, the druid sees the change and recognizes what you've done. And she is going to allow... Bjornhild, who now has fire in her eyes, seeing what has happened, but realizing that these previous emissaries of the Frost Maiden sent to assist her have now turned against her, and she must follow the Frost Maiden's I mean, will in order to stop them. As she cries she out, and uh, she is going to attack Tempest. Come! That's going to be a 16 and a 20 to hit. Just the 20. All right. And with that, she will use Aureal's Blessing, which 16 damage from her slash at you with her axe and another 11 damage of cold as it hits you. Okay. And that's going to bring us to the Frost Druid, who is going to change shape and become a wolf Wolf. on the other side of you. Now two large creatures covering the field as da-da-da-da. We will move her away. And the winter wolf is going to use one of its attacks. 
That is going to be an 18 to hit. Yep. For two piercing damage on the other side. And Second down to one. Bring us to, and then uh, does he get, does Grava get a save, the tiger? I don't think so, but let me check. All right. And while you're checking, we will come back to the top of the round of Tempest. I guess it would have maybe, sorry if I can't wreck on this, no, it's fine, but I think it would have taken a swipe out with the guy that was riding him before it came coming over. Sure, we can check that. Um, that would be not hitting. Okay. Right. But no save to be undominated. I'm um, checking now. Okay, great. Tempest, what are you doing? Well, what are you doing, Tempest? Uh, okay, so if I were to step back here, I haven't left either of their, um, whatever's, and then Threatened. they're not flanking me anymore. Is that here? right? Yeah. Correct. Okay, I just want to take a step back. I'm attack Brunhill twice recklessly. Okay, so we've got a 17 plus 7 and a 15 plus Both of those 7. will hit. So then, and then she can make a duck save. Which is a five. No. So, 14 plus five, 19 plus 11, 30 plus five, 35. Okay. Suck it! She is taken aback and shocked as you do this, crying out again as that fire still burns within her what you've done and how you have betrayed O'Neill. <laughs> She did, are, I wasn't at hers. <laughs> and we were coming down from Tepes to Malai. She was at the isolation trail, so we all met her. Oh, okay. Uh, is it possible, uh, Mark and or Coulter, to get within 15 feet of this duty? Let me see. Where do you want to go 15 feet within it? Just like closer to it? Yeah, I just want to get within range of 15 feet. Yeah, so you can definitely do that. Okay. Sorry, upside down, it's hard for me to count the squares. Uh, I'm going to lightning lure the big wolfy guy, so okay. he needs to make a strength save. All right, big wolfy strength save. That is a sixteen. Sixteen. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm unfortunately sure. Can you tide the chaos a good roll? <laughs> what was your roll? Uh, he rolled a sixteen. What do you need him to roll? Under 15. Okay. Um, where did this happen? Right here. Okay. Um, Z sees it happen and, like, waves his hand. Okay. And spends two sorcery points. And so now it's a 14, not a 16. All right. The failure has occurred and the wolf is lured. So he's 15 feet to me. He gets dragged to me and then he takes... Four lightning damage. Bruh. But, <laughs> but the, but the main thing is now he's in my sentinel range, so right. I have control of him. That's why okay. I want it. All right. <laughs> All right. As the wolf uh, whimpers, scratching its paws against the ice, being sucked towards you. Is that the end of your turn, Molly? Uh, yes. Altus. All right. Um, I think I counted correctly, and I think I can make it 30 feet up to uh, melee range of, of uh, Druid Lady, who was riding the tiger. Uh, Bjornhild, who was the queen of the tiger tribe. Bjornhild, the, the queen of the, the tiger The wolf is the druid. <laughs> the wolf, yeah. So you have one beast, and now they created another. Technically, within their culture, he would be considered a shaman, not a druid, but... 
Well, it's called it's, uh, <laughs> fictional culture. Actually. Um, all right. So what do you do about this? Um, seeing as she attacked so viciously uh, Tempest, I'm going to uh, reach out and try to inflict wounds. All right. And I'm going to do that at second level. Give me. That's going to be a uh, save for me? That is a uh, spell attack. Yeah. Thank you. There's some of these ones that I will just never remember. I need to play Mm. cleric. So that's going to be... I'm going to use my second and last channel divinity for another guided strike. And then plus my uh, spell attack. So that's 19. Hits. Worth it to blow the last channel divinity. Yeah, to go from a 3 to a 19 is impressive. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's 40, 10 necrotic damage. 40, 10, okay. (coughs) Which is a weird way of saying 40, but... Let's hope. That would be cool for it. Wow, wow. (laughs) I saw some good ones. That's 33 necrotic damage. Uh, she is now bloody between the two of you, not even knowing where to direct her rage. You see her look up to the sky, seeing that a real has forsaken her. And from that, we will come down to Z. Okay. Um, the black is not Z is going to throw a chaos bolt at the... Uh, Brunhild or whatever. Okay. Bornhild. Bjornhild. Solvig's daughter. Triger queen. Just kind of cool to call her. Or the one chick. <laughs> Dominated Sabretooth Grava. Just for grins, let's do a third floor. Phoenix mother. <laughs> yes. We never found that out. Yes, though. it is. But behind us, the secrets have revealed upon them. <laughs> so we're like avenging oh, Finnick without knowing it. That's a miss. What Tides? was it? It was a one. Yeah, but what was the total? Because um, I'm not using that this round because it's yeah. the first time I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> it, it would be, it be a seven. Okay, yeah, still misses. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, and that. Is that a second one? That's a two for wild magic, which is exactly what I needed. So. Okay, let's but, set off that wild magic, buddy. Well, I'm glad he's not close to us. <laughs> close to my tiger. Fireball! To be honest, it's only your tiger for like... Yeah, but if he sits on a fireball, it might be centered on himself. Oh. Are you using your own table? Yeah. Um, You cast fog cloud centered on yourself. Okay. So How broad is that going to be, buddy? Let me look that up. Excellent. And as he looks that up and is beginning to emanate it from himself, what is Hugo doing? Uh, can I mount my Sabertooth Tiger and oh. ride him into battle? I mean, if Dominate Monster lets you do that, let's do it, buddy. Dominate he can beast. only he can make a save if he takes damage. Okay. So it's not after every turn. Excellent. Yeah, you keep mounting. <laughs> okay, I will ride him next to this person here. Onto the saddle still warm from Bjornhild as you have taken her best friend. Did she take any psychic damage from seeing uh, someone else ride her steed? 
It is unquantifiable. Does Mordecai take any psychic damage <laughs> for Hugo? Obviously, he is not animal. summoned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will... Oh, be deleted from the bottom of the page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I it was. No, yeah. Um, I will... Do something probably cool, I'm hoping. I have faith in you. Mm, I don't want to... As we are working that out, what happens with the fog cloud? What's the weather like here? Like, how fast is this wind moving? It has been clear. Okay. It was ominously clear as you approached the glacier. So there is a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on me. All right. And everything is heavily obscured within that. So I recently looked up. Heavily obscured just means that anyone attacking into it has disadvantage. Okay. I know what I'm doing now. Technically, oh, right. anyone within ready. it also has. I am totally ready. I will. If you can, oh, you guys can call back. lightning on the back of a saber tooth tiger. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I am very good for that. Thank you. Where are you Thank calling you. it? Um, let's see. I'm from a payphone. Sixty down. foot radius, centered on a point you can You're see within range. Sixty foot. No, it's the cloud. Not the oh, actual okay. Right Thank now. you. And then, it's just one person, right? It's not AoE. I think it is AoE. Flash down from a cloud to the point. Creature within five feet. Okay. So I want to do it here. Does the lightning potentially because if it's there, it's going to hit Tempest. So it's here. But if you put it on this top corner of the wolf, it would hit just them. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, great. Call it down, and it needs to make a dexterity. It needs to fail a dexterity save. And do you want to tell us what that looks like while I give this roll? Um, I say a few words into my hand and kind of thrust them up, and you see kind of like faint mist go up, and then this cloud forms around it. And then I just like point to somebody, and it comes down. King your guns. Yeah, and and everyone in the party goes. Has you been able to do that? (laughs) (laughs) There is an eleven and a fifteen for that save. Uh, Eleven definitely doesn't. Fifteen, I hope doesn't. Fifteen does. Oh no, no, fifteen doesn't. (laughs) Sixteen. I was gonna say you should have a little bit better than that. Was my other one? And that does some damage that I just clicked away from. Three D ten lightning damage. Fantastic. If there was ever a time for fan art, it's Hugo riding a saber-toothed <laughs> tiger, calling down waiting to the sky. Oh, can uh, I please request if that happens that Molly's hanging off with him like the damsel? <laughs> Fifteen points of damage to whoever fails. All right, and they both failed, so we are getting close to an impasse. Um, that is going to bring us from Mala, yes, saber-toothed tiger uh, to. I haven't taken my turn. From from you oh. Yeah. oh, sorry. From yes, the saber tooth tiger mm-hmm. is going to make his attack. Yep, Excellent. he's going to attack the puppy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 no Please don't call it a puppy. That's going to make me sad. Um, all right. Do you want a bite or a claw attack? Um, I want a bite attack. All right. That is going to be a twelve to hit, which does not. Hit as it just misses, and we come down from you to them. Um, and with that, uh, we will start off with Bjornhild, unsure between Tempest and Altus who to go after with her back against her druid. She chooses Tempest. To be honest, Tempest is. Much I'm more taunting the shit out of her. That is a 13 and a 26. 26. 
She cries out each time she attacks you. That is going to be... Oh, she does have advantage on strength stuff because I attacked recklessly last time. Okay, so that is going to still be a 13 and a 26. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's not a great secondary roll for her. Um, and it's going to be uh, 18 damage total, 11 of which uh, are cold and the rest of which are slashing. Okay. Oh, I apologize. That is uh, a mis- misnomer on my part. 16 slashing and 11 cold. Okay. All right. After she has done that, the winter wolf is in the lure. No. I mean, like, it, it lured him in. But like, he's now... Got it. So, like, depending on what he does, my sentinel feet might interact with him. He's real mad at you for having dragged him towards you or her uh, <laughs> towards you. And it's going to... Cold breath. Um, so can I please get a deck save? Sure. I'm not good at those. That's a one. Uh, that is going to be 19 cold damage as it opens its mouth and... I am actually resistant to cold damage, so that would be... Nine? Eight. Eight. No, nine. it would be nine. Nine cold damage. Yeah. Fantastic. Um... From there, as it is irritated at the fact that its attack did not that, work as that well. That didn't even get open. through my temporary uh, HP. <laughs> to uh, go from that to the top of the round with Tempest. Okay, I'm going to attack her recklessly twice okay. again. And deck save from her. All right. Okay, so 19 plus 7, 17 plus 7. Was it 11 for the deck save? Okay, I think that meets. Yeah, that means she made it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, 20, and it was 1, so she gets takes <coughs> one damage, right? So 21 total? Well, no, but she takes the 1? Yes. Okay, so then 21 plus 14, so... And she is down on the field. Whew. I'm going to skin her. <laughs> How do you want to do it? With a blunt I'm gonna take that head right off of her shoulders. Right. (laughs) As she left you all in isolation as your friends removed one by one, the servant of a real herself has been decapitated. Unbeknownst to us, Phoenix of a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? You just hear a cackle. Uh, On the wind. (laughs) No, that's all. Didn't she toss you off a cliff? She Uh, left me in the tinker. Yeah. That's when you hear a vicious cackle on the wind, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, that is going to bring us from Tempest to Molly. All right. Uh, three attacks against Wolfie Boy and right. or girl. I'm not actually sure which one it was. It was a woman. Okay. We are equal opportunity here. It's an eight. <laughs> All right. That does not hit. That's better. That's better. It's a 25. Does hit. And a 14. Does hit. Okay. So that was two hits, right? Yes. Uh, so that is 10 thunder damage and 11 thunder damage. And now the wolf has disadvantage attack anyone other than myself. All right. Um, fantastic from Maul Ever coming down to Altus. I'm going to step over to the wolf, pull out uh, my rapier, and I'm gonna go for the stab. All right, give me that roll. <coughs> Wait, the stabity stab or just the stab? 
It's going to be the stabby stab, mm. but we're going for the stabby. That's not a great stabby stab. stab. It's not. That's a 13 to hit it. Hits. Yes. So just your 12 didn't hit. <laughs> Stupid save. Um, he called lightning from a saber tooth tiger, That's though. True. So. I'm surprised saber tooth tigers don't have multi attack. I'm surprised they don't control weather. And that's uh, best 11 one. piercing damage. Be best All right. <laughs> yeah, the wolf is looking Maybe. rough. I, don't know. I would like to then use my war priest ability for the first time since we've long rested and attack again as a bonus action. All right, give me that. Yes. Let's see. That's a 22. Okay, that will definitely hit after the 13. I'm really surprised this wolf form hasn't been dissipated yet. 10 more piercing damage. All right, and as you do that final 10, you are greeted with the visage of a frost druid once more before you. All right, from Altus, we are down to Z. Okay, well, um, Z is effectively blinded right now, so. Um, and it's centered on me, so I'm assuming that I can't move out of it. It is centered on me. Okay. Um, so you, wherever you move, Yeah, that's the thing with the super Bob magic is like. I don't normally, think Fog Cloud actually works that way because it could be naturally dissipated, but I mean, it calls can, what said. But like, there's no wind, which is why I asked. But I don't think it would move with you, is what I'm saying. I mean, it says that it's centered on you. Mr. DN. Okay, so it was centered on him. It will move with him. And we are going to see what he does. Um, nothing. Are you going to sh- okay. just start shrieking? Um, <laughs> uh... Right, but it would be disadvantaged because I'm blind. Magic missile doesn't have an attack roll. How can I see where to shoot it? You're heavily obscured, not blinded. No, so you're you still... blinded. Oh, it doesn't say heavily obscured. Heavily obscured is blinded. A heavily obscured area such as darkness, opaque fire, dense foliage blocks vision entirely. A creature effectively suffers the blinded condition when trying to see something in that area. Okay. So in theory, seeing out of it is the same as seeing it. Um, Hugo, hmm. uh, can you can you, you blow just, this away? You see me? I called. No. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I hold my action until he does that? Sure. Okay. If you have a specific action, and that's the trigger, definitely. Yeah, we're gonna cast the spell once he does that. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So from Z, no as he's holding on to that, we are down to Hugo. Um, I will cast Gust of Wind. Okay. And you're casting it at Z? At Z, at the <laughs> cloud. All yeah. right. That does at least so 10 miles an hour. 60 memory. feet long, 10 feet wide, blasts from any direction, 15 feet. Oh. And that will dissipate the fog cloud as it blows off into the tundra. Oh. Okay. Oh, am I going to make a duck save now? No. What? So, DM. It's a concentration spell. Okay. If I choose not to concentrate on it, oh. can I still dominate beast? Don't oh, worry about it. If you cast a concentration spell, you're going to keep, keep, keep your thing. I already did it. it. 
Oh, okay. I also hate to break it to you, but isn't called lightning also It's a only concentration? a concentration if you keep it. Okay. You can dissipate it, like, after the first turn. <laughs> but this one, it doesn't say anything like that. So, okay. so, so I'm on the back of a oh, angry, ti- angry tiger. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, we learn lessons every day. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next? Is the gust the end of your turn? Um, I will. So that's an action. As a bonus action, I will please <coughs> the beast I'm riding and say, please don't kill me. Um, actually, I'll try to get off you of can its... You can free action. I can get off of its back. Okay. Or I'll try to, at least. Okay. Excellent. And then I will end my turn. Yeah. And as you do, it rounds on you and leaps its attack. Oh, Which is going to be, go ahead. His action. Mine triggers. Oh, it triggers, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm doing Guiding Bolt. At the Druid? Yeah. Okay. Or no, at the Tiger. At the Tiger. Because okay. I see that it's hostile now. Well, I don't know if I would have seen that. Yeah. Well, and when you, when you, readied, when you it, readied it, you couldn't have targeted it, and you have to specifically choose the target when you ready in action. Technically. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, you could say, because the trigger for your action is when you can see. So actually, never mind. It's completely yeah. legal. Yeah, you can. I would say that the tiger, I would go against the druid, I would have loved. Sorry, so again. Up until this point, the tiger's been friendly, so I don't know if I would agree. Okay, so I'll just do the druid then? Yeah. Um, God. Hey. It doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. Okay. And I was a, I cast it at third level too, so fuck this shit. Okay, so from uh, from that, anything else that you can do? Buddy? Um, scream bloody murder. And as you screech, Bravo rounds on Hugo. Oh, sorry, and it's going to do. Uh, it's twenty to hit. Oh, cool, twenty, but twelve when I try to attack. Yeah, that's <laughs> eleven piercing damage as it bites into the furs that Z is. Uh, not um, wearing, but Hugo is. Before it makes that attack, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to use a reaction to using my sentinel feet to attack it. Uh, okay. Uh, because anytime a creature within five feet of me attacks somebody who isn't me, I can use my reaction to make an attack. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, excellent. As you fail to swipe at that, that lands for 11 piercing damage, and we are over to the druid who is going to transform at this point. No. She's transforming again? Into an owl. motion to uh, to fly as high as it can out of range of you all. I wish you could counter spell Um I am trying to find it. Yeah, you better because I'm a shooter. So, uh, <laughs> so it gets about uh, it gets about forty feet up from here. <laughs> hey, do you have your? Uh, your little Pythagorean formula. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be the rock fight all over again. All right, that's going to be the end of I their mean, turn and going to bring us to the top of the round of Tempest. Yes, so shoot at the owl <laughs> twice, and one of them probably makes it. Nineteen plus four, twenty-three, eight. Twenty-three right. and eight. Twenty-three <laughs> will hit. Eight will not. How oh, many owls don't have flight? Uh, it is um, it is about forty feet up and twenty feet over. We're going like that. Well, the rifle has a huge range, so that should be fine. Nineteen. 
19. Alright. And how high is she again? She was 40 feet up and 20 feet over as uh, <laughs> she crashes to the ground, taking uh, how much was the damage, Tempest? 19. 19. So that's going to be minus. She's taking 18 damage in her normal form, as well as 4d6. Falling into Falling snow. Would that reduce it's the damage? even worse. It's worse. Because yeah, it compacts. So that is... It's like water. <laughs> um, plus, the druid is dead. As you shoot the owl out of the sky, <laughs> transforms in the middle of it, and smacks into the snow without moving any further. Can we get a reenactment of the sound <laughs> the druid body makes when it hits the it, snow? Well, there was a... <laughs> I just like to imagine it goes... <laughs> and from there, we're coming down to uh, Mala, unless Tempest oh, anything else on your turn. Uh, can I go up here and then use my bonus action for my re- the lightning damage? Sure. I don't know if I can move after I've attacked or whatever. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. yeah. And then he makes a deck save. All right. Lightning. That is a three. Five damage. All right. All right, the tiger is looking angry and not well. So having come take out out tiger <laughs> Shut up, I hate that movie, oh my God. Sorry. Do we want to save it? I'm trying to see if there's some way to do this without hurting my friends. I'm going to say, sorry, Tempest, and then I'm going to thunder wave, uh, move here and oh. thunder wave the saber tooth tiger. No saber. <laughs> Is that thunder damage? Yes. And that's going to be a save from the Tiger Constitution saving throw. As Garava gets a nine. Oh, thank you, Kat. All right. So Tempest saves and Garava fails. So Garava takes 13 thunder damage. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to be below the Tiger. And then he gets pushed 10 feet that way. And as he is pushed 10 feet forward, how do you want to kill him? Um, I'm just kind of clapping my hands together and he's spinning off and maybe his neck snaps as he spins. And with that, as it hits the ground, dragging into the snow up alongside the druid, its owner several feet away, you are out of initiative. I thought the owner was dead. Um, in, in the snow. Oh. Feet away. Um, and then you take hand. With the battle around you coming to a similar conclusion, with most of the forces hitting the snow, if they have not already, a few of the members of the Elk tribe rushing to all of your aid as you finish taking down the saber-toothed tiger at the base of this glacier. That is where we'll learn today. <laughs> so thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you again for your patience as we took a brief break in the middle. Uh, we will work on getting a screen for that. And thank you especially to our patrons. Thank you to uh, Sparky, David, Daniel, Scott, Rio's mom, <laughs> Alistair, Sean, and Johnny Mac. And as always, we wish you friends, fun, and natural 20s. Good night, everybody.